You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. NFL University. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. KP, we're here. No Steven this week. He's on vacation. How how was your uh, 4th of July? Uh, pretty laid back, man. I didn't do much of anything um, since I went out of town the weekend before. Just uh, some barbecue, some some pool time, um, a lot of couch time. How about you? Oh man, you're laid back. I, I five days, dude. Five. You know, what five to do? Days. So there was a wedding that I went to back in my hometown, and then it rolled into Fourth of July. It it was a mess. Um, my my girlfriend is like we're not leaving the house for like a week. I'm just going to like work and then going to sleep. I uh, if, if you great. if you put money on it, me me falling into a creek in a full suit at a wedding Ooh. happened. It happened. Can we? I, do I need to DM the? I'm not gonna say her name because I don't want you to. I don't know <laughs> if we need to say it, but can uh can we get that video offer? Is it gonna? It's... There there's no video. No. There's no video, but. I, I was trying. I was trying to lean over to uh, pat the butt of the dog that was walking from from the wedding venue to the shuttles. And I was like, "Oh, this is a cute little dog." If there's a dog around me, I'm gonna pet the dog. I don't know if you're that type of person, but like, dog walks past me on the street, I'm petting the dog. I'm sorry. Uh, I tried to lean over and then just leaned over a little bit too far. Was, the the creek was very shallow, thankfully. But there were like an extra two to three seconds. I'm down there in the creek, and I'm like, "There's no way I just fell, right?" I'm like, "Ah, crap! This is this is real life." Athleticism exposed. <sighs> it, was, it wasn't my greatest moment, but the big news today: Baker Mayfield trade to the Carolina Panthers. Kind of seemingly came out of nowhere. I mean, there were months of. Is it going to go to Indianapolis? Oh, no, wait. They just, you know, went or they just traded for uh, Matt Ryan. Oh, okay. Is it going to be Carolina? Doesn't seem like they're interested. Is it going to be Seattle? Doesn't seem like they're interested. He finally gets traded to the Carolina Panthers. It's a conditional 2024 fifth round pick that I believe turns into a fourth round pick based off of playing time. So it's a future pick down two years down the line my instant reaction and this is a very light reaction but this is still why is matt rule 
allowed to impact the future <laughs> of the Carolina Panthers in this way, right? We're talking about a draft that's two years from now. This isn't that big of a deal when you think about, you know, it's a it's a day three pick. It's not that big of a deal. But if you look at how the Panthers are constructed from their cap perspective right now, they have a ton of cap space immediately, which like they're not gonna spend all of it with this Baker Mayfield situation. Like they're they're only gonna pay five million dollars, I believe, for Baker Mayfield, right? So it's not like they needed all this cap space to make a move for a quarterback. But they keep pushing cap hits moving forward. And it's like Matt Rule just being able to buy himself a little bit more time and being like, this isn't the team, but like we get to roll over the cap, all that stuff. I just don't understand why you're making future situations harder. Yeah, so you mentioned the salary cap. The Browns paid $10.5 million, I believe, of Baker's salary to not play for them. So that's how happy they are with Baker and his situation, how he's handled everything. So kicking the cap down the line makes sense. If you're winning, like if you're the Rams, if you're a team that's consistently winning and you hand out all these type of extensions or deals in the offseason, whatever have you, um, it makes sense. But if you're Carolina, eh, (laughs) is this a championship window? Right. What's what's the end game here? What what is Matt Rule's plan? Because if you were to lay out a bullet point, a bulleted list of all of the quarterbacks that he's been interested in, that he's brought in. Um, that have played for him when he's been the coach of the Panthers. It's not pretty. Uh, who's been their best quarterback? Oh, man. Teddy? Would they go that year? Six and ten? Yeah, not great. I mean, you Oof. can get Teddy if you want. If you want Teddy, Teddy's available almost yes. like every offseason now. So but I think Baker's probably the best quarterback that they've had. Um, honestly, like – we have talked about this a lot, and the fact that that Cleveland had to eat uh, $10.5 million of this I think is pretty telling. But, like, I really do think NFL ownership looked at the Cleveland Browns situation and said, if you're going to give Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed contract that is going to make, you know, all of our lives harder in terms of ownership, right, you're going to have to pay your way out of this. And the way that it breaks down, right, the $10.5 million of Cleveland – Five for Carolina, and then Baker had to take a haircut of three and a half million just to get this done. The the timing is kind of weird to me. I mean, it's the beginning of July, right? Obviously, you probably want him in for training camp, which is going to be at the end of July. But nothing's really happened super recently to trigger this. You would think, right? Like the 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 Sean Watson um, NFL uh, slash NFLPA, you know. Uh, what are they calling them? Briefings, I think is what they're calling them. Yeah. Um, about what his suspension could be. Seem like they're not leading anywhere. So it's not like they know, you know, for a fact that like Deshaun's going to be able to play week one. So they don't care about Baker anymore and all that stuff. Um, Florio from Pro Football Talk said that, you know, the, both sides are unlikely to settle right now. Seems like the NFLPA, their argument is Robert Kraft um, was getting. Uh, massages with i don't know how we could say this extra benefits i guess and he wasn't punished at all so that's kind of the argument for for uh the nflpa and them saying like hey if you're not going to do anything with you know an owner then you can't do anything to a player about it and the nfl is like i think situations are a little bit different you look at baseball and trevor bauer which again is a very important precedent you know not in the nfl but in sports 
got a two two year suspension. So it doesn't seem like they can really see eye to eye when one side is saying a two year suspension and the other one saying he doesn't need a suspension at all. And it's all we've been talking about for for two years. It seems like. Yeah, and I want to tie it back into the Panthers' plan here. So this by trading for um, Baker Mayfield, this is essentially them saying, "All right, we don't believe in Sam Darnold." Which Sure, it makes perfect Fair. sense. Um, now, uh, this is probably also them saying Matt Corral's probably not ready to play in year one, which, okay, that makes sense as well. But where does, like, Baker fit into their plan? Like, Baker fit into all this. Like, what have you seen from Baker last season? Uh, what does your offense coordinator, Ben McAdoo, think of Baker Mayfield? Like, are are they going to be on the same page? Is this the type of offense that best fits Baker? What is the type of offense that fits Baker? Um, remember Robbie Anderson, his offseason comments, the no, his comment. Now he's living in uh, – now he's going to have Baker throwing him passes, man. Just uh, the decision to bring him in. It, it reeks of desperation, and I know that there aren't many options out there. But, man, it just feels like you can always do better. I mean, it is desperation to a certain point, right? Like I, the two teams that we always circled were Seattle and Carolina at this point. Um, the Matt Corral point, I think, is really interesting. They just spent two picks for Matt Corral. Like, yeah. you just did you just give up on that already? Like, the players aren't even one in OTAs. Pads. <laughs> yeah, the players aren't even in shoulder pads yet, and th- that's what I'm saying. Like this, and I, I think the Panthers did get better today for sure. But it just seems like they've been rudderless this entire time. They were going to build around a hot shot, you know, Joe Brady, offensive coordinator. And now Joe Brady is like the wide receiver coach at the University of Miami or something like that. Like, it just doesn't seem like anything is really broken right. Um, Robbie Anderson, that's funny. I mean, he was t- like openly contemplating retirement a few weeks ago, right? <laughs> uh, you know, probably text Robbie, see how it's going. Man, I just. So when you say that he, he was contemplating retirement, he's 29. He just turned 29. Oh, Receivers yeah. don't retire at 29. Um, that's how down bad he is with all this. What does Rob, this do? Come to Green Bay, baby. What does this do, if anything, for Carolina's win total? Uh, projected at six. I mean, they were probably never going to get to six anyway. Now, uh, will Baker add a win? What like, what's going on here? I think, dude, the difference between Baker and Darnold is well over a win to me. Oh, well over a win. I so mean, gonna... let's let's stop there real quick. That can be true, but you have to say this isn't Baker surrounded by the Browns defense. This is Baker right. with the Browns offensive line. This is Baker with probably the worst offensive line in the NFL. Um, they do have good skill players. I will give them that. Who knows how long Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, but Robbie Anderson, um, uh, DJ Moore, of course, is a thousand yard receiver. But on the other side of the ball, there's a lot of hope and, you know, crossing your fingers as certain guys stay healthy that you're able to just feel that competent, just somewhat average defense. So with that said, the margin for error that Baker has this time around in Carolina is just nowhere near what it was in with the Browns. Right. I, I think defensively they're going to be all right. But offensively, I mean, they're basically running back the same team, right? I mean, you're hoping Christian McCaffrey returns to, to old form. 
Um, Iki Iquanu, they obviously drafted him pretty high. And one of my arguments for Carolina, remember, we talked about this all draft season, you know, what a lot of people thought Carolina was going to end up doing was trading back from that pick and adding more draft picks. Why? Because they only had one pick in the top 100, and they spent it on Iki Iquanu. So is Iki, Iki Iquanu and Baker Mayfield really what the team needed to, to push it over the top? Probably not. And how do we even evaluate Matt Rule at this point? Like, if they didn't fire him last year, right, and they're going into this this season with this roster, which is basically run it back with Baker at quarterback and Iki at left tackle, how how different of the results are we expecting to be? Is this just like another – is this just a lame duck year? That yeah. Like, you don't have to buy out Matt Rule. You don't have to admit you made a mistake. I know Tepper's had a lot of bad PR recently. If you want to go check in on uh, how, how the situation is going with their practice facility that is like half built and I believe has now declared bankruptcy <laughs> after the uh, states of North Carolina and South Carolina basically pulled funding because of COVID. Um it's not been a great one for Tepper becoming an NFL owner. How many passes does Matt Rule get? Like, does he just – is that why he keeps kicking the can down the road? Because he knows he's nowhere near close I, to winning as a team? should have been canned this offseason. Yes. Yes, indeed. Rule should have been – once it's clear there isn't a direction that you're going in, right? Like, we always talk about this. We talked about this all year with the Detroit Lions, right? The Detroit Lions had a direction. They don't have the results, but they have the direction, right? What's the direction in Carolina? I really don't know. Um, Baker is still a solid upgrade. And the one thing that the other thing I want to touch on this is the fact that the cap situation in terms of how the money is moving around and what the draft compensation is, is very different did another trade that the Cleveland Browns made, which was the Brock Osweiler trade. For the Brock Osweiler trade, the Cleveland Browns basically ate $16 million in cash, and they ended up getting like a second-round pick for it. In this, it's $10.5 million for a conditional <laughs> fifth-round pick two years down the line. For that, to me, says, like, they just wanted him out of here. Like, the Browns very much – on top of like whatever you think happens with like NFL ownership and them making feeling like they wanted to make the Cleveland Browns brunt the most of this deal, right? Beyond that, this isn't like a bad like if you look at like cash for for uh, for picks trades, this is like the worst one. So they must have just wanted uh, Baker out by the time training camp started. So real quick on Carolina's schedule, they play the NFC West and the AFC North this year. So good luck with that, Panthers. Uh, Tying back into the Browns. Okay, so let's say Watson uh, gets the majority of the season suspended. You are now looking at Jacoby Brissett as the starter. And that is probably not something you want to do for an entire season. Um, Jacoby Brissett, for those that have not seen him, he is more of a QB three, if anything, probably a guy that, you know, if you have to spot start him for a game, sure, whatever. But if we're talking extended action, it is not going to be great. So to to get rid of Baker, like, as you said, they they paid to get him off the team. Like they went out yeah. of their way to get him off of the roster. 
did the Browns maybe end up with some good news that Watson isn't going to be gone for as long as some of us think? Um, but Florio this... just reported, right? We, we just talked about it. Like, Florio right. reported that, like, there's no settlement that's coming along the way. So That just feels like hope right there. That just feels like wishful thinking when, um, when I bring that up. Because logic would say, based on everything that's going on in the real world, just, you know, politically, and you, we've talked about baseball, the hammer is probably going to drop in Watson. Like, he's probably going to be done for the season. Let's assume that. So if that's true, the Browns are paying two quarterbacks. Neither of them are going to be on the roster. Neither of them are going to play in 2022. That is going to be very tough to swallow, considering the investments that they made. Like, what? Amari Cooper, man. <laughs> Welcome. Here's your quarterback. Go to percent. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. That's one of the weirdest aspects to me because it seems like, if anything, like maybe they have more confidence in Jacoby Brissett than we do. But like, I think I think Brissett is way closer to like Sam Darnold as a quarterback than he is Baker Mayfield in terms of like what you're going to get production on the field. Like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to go above 500 with Jacoby, even if. That that roster is talented. I understand. What games are they going to be favored with Brissett as a quarterback? Probably know, fewer man. than three. Yeah. That that's why I almost think like, was it the right thing to trade Baker? Like, I I know it would have been uncomfortable. I understand that, but I don't know. Maybe you win some football games. Like, it's not like the Deshaun situation hasn't been uncomfortable. Like, are you kidding right. me? Like. What's another thing at this point, right? So so that brings us to Jimmy James Garoppolo. Um, so the 49ers, they – I mean, the situation's a lot alike here because um, he has a, a high, high salary cap. I believe it's like 25, 26 million. Um, if that were true, like that's the case, knowing that, they would probably have to split some of his salary to move on from him. Would Cleveland come calling – and say, hey, we don't have anybody. We want to ensure we get our guy, so we're going to give you a conditional fourth, like the sa- a same trade, a similar trade anyway. Um, but if you're Cleveland at the same time, why would you give them anything? Because the 49ers are all out of teams, right? Look at the NFL. Look at the landscape of the NFL. Um, it's not looking good for suitors uh, for the 49ers. Like the, the 49ers are essentially running out of teams to ship Jimmy to. Um, so if that's the case, if I'm the Browns, I say, hey, 
you're going to release him. You have no other choice. But you kind of run the risk of, I mean, I know you, you can guarantee him a starting spot, but still, uh, there there's a lot going on in that situation. Do you envision a scenario where Jimmy ends up in Cleveland? I can see it, right? I mean, they run fairly similar systems, you would think, um, in terms of, like, the verbiage and stuff. I mean, in terms of the timing, it has to be pretty quick. I mean, training camp is, again, at the end of the month. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that it has to be, like, this week or anything like that, but, like, within the next two weeks, one would think. I think the big thing working against San Francisco is at this point, this is a terrible sign for the Jimmy Garoppolo market. I mean, Carolina only had to pay $5 million of, like, a 21, I believe, million-dollar contract or a $19 million contract, my bad. San Francisco is trying to unload or offload Jimmy Garoppolo's cap hit. Right. So if, if the, the market for Baker was a conditional pick two years down the line and Carolina only has to pay roughly a quarter uh, of what the deal was worth, that has to be a terrible sign for Ch- San Francisco. I mean, are they going to do something like that? I think at that point you just keep Jimmy as the backup. Right. <laughs> Which is what they've been saying this whole time. Right. They're like, it's... we have an NFL quarterback. We're not going to move him unless we get the price. There, no one's coming with a price. The, is... the, the options are Seattle, in division. They seem perfectly fine with Gino, who's been there forever, and Drew Locke and the experiment of that. And then Cleveland, who, for whatever reason, likes Jacoby Brissett, even though I don't think he's very good. So there could be teams who view him as a backup. Um, but That's there's... a lot of money to pay for a backup. No doubt about it. And when I say backup, I mean I'm assuming that he's released and they sign him under their own terms. So with that in mind, if he is released, if Jimmy is released, it, like who are the teams out there who would sign Jimmy? Like, I guess what I'm asking is, do you see Jimmy as a starter in 2022? For me, new coaching staff, if I'm the Giants, I am going all in on Jimmy G. Hey, we're not going to pay you $25 million, but – you prove yourself this year, we'll give you a fat contract at the end of the year. Daniel Jones is not a part of our plans. Uh, we have a roster. like We have talent. We have a great coaching staff. Um, with Jimmy G on the Giants, the NFC East probably just became a whole lot closer. And obviously, he has his faults. I, I'm not – you know, nobody's going to confuse him for a top-10 quarterback. But he's serviceable. And in the NFC East, <laughs> that's probably good enough just because – Again, and maybe just the NFC in general, would you say Jimmy G on the Giants, does that bring them into playoff contention? I don't know about playoff contention. I I, I still think, like, the jump from Daniel Jones to Jimmy G is way less to me than, like, Darnold to Baker, for whatever that's worth. Like, I think Baker is closer to, to Jimmy than any of those other quarterbacks that we mentioned. Let's let's rank them real quick. So we have Jimmy G, we have Baker, we have Darnold, and we have um, Dan, Daniel Jones. Excuse me. Who's last? Oh, it's Darnold, to me. Comfortably, yeah. Yeah. By by a good distance, and then it's Jones, but I think he's like a tier ahead of Darnold. He's probably like in his own tier in in this group of four quarterbacks, but definitely ahead of Darnold. That's why I, the one team I would think about like. If Jimmy's just going to be free, right? Like, he's released. He's out there. Uh, 
like you fear the Jets, right? Like, look, that's I mean, where their coaching staff is. Right? Yeah, the coaching staff knows him. Zach Wilson was terrible last year. They played Another four year. quarter. They played four quarterbacks. The other three were all better than Wilson. I liked Wilson By coming out. I liked Wilson coming out. I think he should be giving a given a second year. But if it's you know mid October and you're zero and six, like that's probably the team that would get the most out of Jimmy Garoppolo. I would think. I'm just assuming that like. I mean, Seattle probably could be another one of those teams too, but I'm, I'm just figuring in, you know, him not going to the NFC West plus the fact that, like, you know, the coaching staff already knows him with the Jets. You would think that getting the key in the ignition, you know, turning it on, like, it, it'd be faster there than anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, they have Corey Davis, they have Elijah Moore, they have Garrett Wilson. Um, they invested in their defense. They got good offensive linemen. I mean, they traded – up in the first round last year for Elijah Vera Tucker, and he's good as long as, you know, Beckton can stay on the field and stay healthy and conditioned and all that stuff. Like, it's, it's not a bad – it's not it's not the worst situation to be in. I think that's the one team that, like, would be interesting to me as, like, a dark – Who has a better player. roster, the Jets or the Giants? Who I think the Jets do. Honestly, I mean, you look mm-hmm. at the Giants, everything that the Giants said was basically like you have to take a pressure washer to everything, you know, over the next couple off seasons. They were basically uncommitted to their quarterback and running back situation after they traded, you know, or they got them with first round picks. I mean, Saquon Barkley was what, like the second overall pick in the draft? Like it's a tough pill to swallow if you don't want to like extend him moving forward. So I think they, the Giants surely have a longer rebuild for sure. I mean, they were doing things like getting rid of Bradbury, you know? That's, yeah, a quality that was... play. That's a quality player. I mean, this team is just turning over right now. So I don't think the Giants are, like, super committed to, like, winning ball games. And I guess that's something worth mentioning is that Baker's on a one-year contract. So, like, if Carolina sees enough in Baker, I could see him playing himself into, like, another contract. Like, we, we saw uh, Teddy Bridgewater did that, for example, right? And he got he got a decent amount of money. I don't think Baker is going to be getting close to what these star quarterbacks are getting, but something around that range, right? Like that, that makes sense to me. He does something, plays well, gets an extra three years. Oh man. Yeah. I, you could go a lot of different ways. I, I would agree that the jets are slightly better just because you mentioned, um, I mean, secondary matters in the NFL, who knew and <laughs> the Giants <laughs> getting rid of your best secondary player. Uh, usually not ideal. I think commitment to winning is another thing to, to just to be discussed, you know, because, uh, you know, Dable is in his first year and he's probably going to have, you know, a longer leash, a little more leeway. Whereas Salah, even though it's only year two, it seems like the way that they are addressing their roster, the way that they are um, building their team, they are um, expected to win sooner, which, I mean, yeah. Lakin Tomlinson, you know, another guy who the 49ers – it, it seems like they're 49ers, so the uh, Jimmy would be an easy – just be easy to slide in there. Who knows what's going to happen in that scenario? Who knows? It, we've, I mean, we're talking about Baker. Um, it, it would make sense for Baker to beat out Sam Darnold. Do you see a scenario where Darnold beats him out? Man, I really can't imagine it. I mean, Darnold had that weird stretch at the beginning of the last season – where he was getting all those rushing touchdowns and they were running quarterback draw at the goal line all the time. And I understand that has value, but like he's not Cam Newton. 
like in terms wow. of running the football. So I just I really can't see it. I mean, unless Baker just like he can't get a grip of the system, it seems like he should be fine. And <sighs> that tricky Matt Rule system. Well, it's not even Matt Rule. I mean, it has to be, you know, the setter situation. Like, okay, can Bradley Bozeman make the offensive line calls, right? Like, that's probably what's going to have to happen in Carolina. Your quarterback comes in in July. He probably isn't going to know the full system, all the adjustments up front. It's going to have to be someone on the offensive line being able to do a lot of this stuff and and take that off the plate for him Um, so so he can ball out, so he can ball out KP. But, yeah, I mean, there's no way – Sam Darnold has the inside leg anymore. I mean, they just traded two draft picks after not having, after only having one top 100 pick for Matt Corral. And then they went back and traded future picks for Baker Mayfield on a one year contract. There's no way Sam Darnold has any sort of stability. This is, um, people are seeing the tweets that are driving me crazy is can't wait for week one, Carolina, Cleveland. No, that's what? a red zone game, baby. Is it even going to make the red zone? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett <laughs> and Baker, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Who is looking forward to watching that? I would much rather enjoy a Sunday in July than sitting on my couch, <laughs> um, looking forward to those checkdowns that Brissett and Baker are going to throw. What is the line going to be on that? What is the total going to be on that? Is it going to be over? 41, 42. I was going to say 42. Um, that that one's going to be pretty ugly, man. That's how you know we're the de- degenerate. That's so bad. <laughs> we, we can get it within a point of each other. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to be a barn burner by any means. I mean, that's a big that's a big Nick Chubb game, if anything. If it's going to show up on the red zone, that's probably Nick Chubb game. Um, I just – I really do have questions about the Brissett stuff moving forward. Like – this can't be it, man. This the, That roster, that Browns roster is too good that the quarterback under center is Jacoby Brissett. And if that's the situation that the Browns are in, how much worse is the Deshaun Watson signing? Mm-mm-mm. Right? I mean, if you just piss away a year. That's a year. And prime years of Miles Garrett, right? Yeah. Um, who knows? And Chubb. Like – yeah. God bless Chubb, Nick Chubb, but like a, big, a bigger one. He's gotten dinged up a couple times, right? Like we've seen it since college, and like we know what the like the analytics crowd keeps talking to us about running backs and how long they last and stuff like that. And they're probably right about it as much, much as people don't want to hear it anymore. But like, I don't know how many years did Chubb have? How many years did McCaffrey have? I don't think McCaffrey's the same player he was two, three years ago. So that sucks. That sucks if, if it has to be Brissett under center. They're loaded, and I don't think people understand how loaded they are. Uh, just gave Denzel Ward $100 million contract. Deserves it. Uh, we talk about Garrett. talk about Chubb. Uh, we, we mentioned Amari Cooper. So signing or drafting David Bell early is for a quarterback like Deshaun Watson to take advantage of him, right? Like that big power slot. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a strong offensive line, uh, Wyatt Teller. Um, they brought over Jack Conklin. We'll see what Wills can do. Well, Batonio, um, even along their defensive line, man. I mentioned Clowney, Garrett, every like every level. They have speed on the second level, speed in the secondary. If if you were building a team, the Browns would be the team that you were building, right? And sure enough, um, 
the ceiling just comes all the way down. Well, that's the whole point of the tank, right? Right. You do the tank, <laughs> right. you add all the picks, you spend all the picks, you get some good players, you piss off your quarterback, you sign a quarterback who's going to be suspended for a year, and then you start Jacoby Brissett under center. Mm-hmm. Dang. Screw the pooch there. Good luck, Cleveland. Yeah. Could be better. you have anything else to note? I think we touch about this, about damn near every angle that I have. Nope. Just um, whenever I see, hey, I'm looking forward to week one Cleveland at Carolina. Uh, <laughs> You're lying. Yeah. You're a liar. We don't have to do that, guys. It's okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a step too far. I would watch that right now. I would not watch because that. Because there's nothing else on. Yeah. I'm hurting. I was, I was watching the uh, USFL championship game. You catch any Ooh. USFL this, this year? I didn't. Um, I, I I can't say that I did. No. As a, as a was former, it watchable? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's watchable. Um, I, th- I think the coaching staff did a pretty good job. The offensive lines and quarterback situations are – I don't think they were as good as uh, we had it in the XFL, to be frank. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. But like their their quarterback average, um, league wide, I think was below. I don't think a quarterback went above seven yards a pass. Mm. That hurts. That mm-hmm. certainly hurts. But I was watching those damn games because the itch for uh, football had finally come back. I will. I'll pretty much watch anything. I watched a live stream of like a pro league in Mexico that has a partnership with. <laughs> the cfl i watched the fourth yes. quarter of that on youtube there's um, websites where you can watch like random like european football games where you can see like Boritz mooring or whatever the heck his name was catching passes for, for the unicorns my um <laughs> the yes. tagline just oh. we're all worried about you rob if you only knew um my my rabbit hole today i've been watching just random trick plays or from the 2000s in college football I watched Ohio State, Michigan in 2006, Chad Henney versus Troy Smith. So that's where I am. Um, I got a nice cut up for you. Ooh. I have a, I have a cut up of uh, all the fake field goals from like 2019 uh, in college football when I was I a special teams coordinator at the high school level. This is big degenerate hours. Like anything that people are posting on any of the SB Nation sites right now, it's the real sicko stuff where it's like, yeah. That's Let's get into do. the nitty gritty. There's literally <laughs> nothing happening for another three weeks. So, yeah, that's all we got. Nope, we're good there. So I'm going to get back to uh, watching trick plays. So, yeah, send it over. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch some uh, Sammy Watkins later. Maybe make some cut-ups of that. Um, try to Lock not fall into him this time. Yeah, the staff likes him. So we'll see. <laughs> Take care, guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. 
Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Call mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.